Good morning and welcome to this episode of Enjoying an Encounter with Our God, our mighty, amazing God who uses us and every day teaches us new things about who He is and His great love for us. So this morning I have a small testimony, but we are going to invite the Holy Spirit before I share. Thank you, Lord, for your love, mercy, and goodness. Thank you that you are present always. And so, Father, we just thank you that you are such an individual God. We release your plans and purposes for each home, each family, and community represented here. We just ask, Lord, that you would um, minister whatever is needed, whether it's peace or joy, finances, strength. We just thank you for who you are. And we invite you into this time to speak those things to each home. Amen. For the last few weeks, we've been hearing different testimonies of how God has spoken to different individuals and the ways that he does that and how he leads and guides. This particular testimony is my own. And it was just a few weeks ago that I was in service. I had purchased a one-way ticket to get to the States. As most of you know, I've been trying to do that. And someone told me that if I went through a certain airline and applied for religious exemption, that it would happen. This particular Sunday morning, a couple weeks ago, I was anticipating being able to go see my children and grandchildren on the Wednesday. This was Sunday morning. And as we started worshiping, the story of the two, the four, and I mean the two, the five, and the ten talents was coming into my mind again. And you've heard me talk briefly on the podcast about it. It was coming up so strong during service, though, that I began to pray again about God taking the talents that had been buried and giving them to the people who have been good stewards. I knew it was God because of the power and the strength of the prayer and that now is the time. Now is the time. Typically, having a sensitive heart, I would have prayed, um, Lord, help those people who are bearing their talents, give them strength, give them courage, give them wisdom. But no, the prayer was very succinctly about taking those that had been buried and giving them to those who'd been good stewards. And then... During the worship service, as we continue to worship, uh, all of a sudden there was, I was just assailed with all of these words of condemnation towards myself. I knew it was the enemy, of course. So I put my um, right hand over my heart, lifted my left hand to heaven and started to decree and declare God's goodness and that I am a child of God. As we were singing the song, I am a child of God and just actually decreeing over myself, declaring over myself. And again, it shifted. I could feel the strength of the prayer change. And all of a sudden, I knew that it wasn't just for me and that it was indeed about uh, tactics of the enemy that he was using against people, oppressing them with lies, that sort of thing. And as I began to pray, it shifted in greater strength as well. And I could just tell the intercession was for those either around me or those who would hear the sermon. Sure enough, the pastor got up and he began to uh, speak and say, 
this song is for somebody here. This is for somebody online. And he began to pray all the things that I had just been praying for the last little while. And we sang that song probably about 10 times. And so I knew that I knew that God had been speaking that morning. And then when when he told me to take that ticket and uh, go out east and visit this person that I did not know, I couldn't... Um, I couldn't argue that it was him, even though I wanted to reason with him that I was tired and I didn't want to do it and all of the planning and all of the traveling, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, the Lord is good. The Lord is good. And I ended up going out east unbeknownst to me. I called this lady Wednesday night and said, I'm thinking of coming. Are you good with that? And she said, absolutely. So unbeknownst to me, when I got there, she shared that she had been so physically depleted of strength and of everything that was going on in her life, single mom, taking care of three children, and working full-time, driving to youth things and events and school events and work for the children, back and forth, back and forth. Anybody that has kids knows that it is a nonstop job. It is go, 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 do, do, do. Plus what's going on in the world and the attacks against them. So the emotional issues that they're dealing with. Plus working full time and running a business on your own. As well as dealing with the cooking, cleaning, everything else. And of course the burden of finances when you are doing everything yourself. Unbeknownst to me, this person had literally been on the couch, unable to work for a couple days, Monday and Tuesday, and just crying out to God and saying, God, please help. Please, I need something and I need some help. And so then she had to pick me up from the airport and we did a few fun and interesting things and girl things and and just enjoyed one another's company and then of course was able to go right into her home god bless her for having me there and it was um not something that a lot of people are comfortable with but she and the children embraced and welcomed me and i in turn was able to be there and minister for the things that she needed and she was able to confirm and affirm over and over again that my presence was definitely an answer to prayer. And then God showed me exactly what I was supposed to do while I was there. It was very, very simple, very, very small, everyday things. And yet it meant the world to her and her family, her children. And so I'm just so, so very grateful to God that... um that I was able to be there for her and she kept expressing over and over again that I had no idea how much it meant and what it would mean uh, in the future. Only God knew as well as what it meant to her children. And so um, the other interesting part about it was that I had no way home. When I initially went out there, it was a one-way ticket. So I was trying to figure out how to get home and I, she mentioned that I should just take a plane. It was the airport was just a few minutes from her house. It was only a two-hour plane ride. But I kept thinking I was supposed to take a train. I kept feeling like, no. 
And it was so strong that even though, while I tried to book the ticket online, that did not work. I tried calling via rail. That was over an hour. The man kept saying the system was down. He didn't know what was going on, thanking me for my patience. One thing after another, I had to get a bus to go to the train station, wait three hours for the layover. When I got to the train station, they could not figure what was wrong with my ticket and had to make several phone calls. Anyway, as I had said to her, she said, why don't you just take the plane and make it easy? And I said, I know my God's voice. If this is about somebody's salvation or ministering to somebody, I, how, I won't be able to let that go. How, how do I let that go? I know my God. In fact, I had even been asking him for a confirmation and said, you know, if you t- tell him, let me know by two o'clock or let me know by three o'clock. And finally three o'clock came, went, but, but the feeling wouldn't leave that I needed to take the train. And he said, you know my voice, you don't need a confirmation. And so persevere, push through. So I did. Ended up, everybody, in case you don't know what a bucket list is, it is some things that you want to accomplish before you, metaphorically speaking, kick the bucket. And I didn't have, and I don't have a bucket list. And I didn't realize that if I did, traveling on the train would have been one of the things that I really wanted to do. So it ended up on the bus. I was on the nicest, cleanest, most beautiful bus. I heard a lady behind me telling somebody else on the phone it was the nicest one she'd ever been in. And then I ended up on the train and I kept saying to God, who do you want me to minister? Who do you want me to talk to? And I ended up being alone in the dining car and I absolutely loved it. I loved that... I saw another single person come in. I thought for sure they were going to sit her with me. Nope, I got to eat alone. And then as I was eating, it was a beautiful experience in the dining car. And I was just so excited. I couldn't wait back to get back to my berth and actually go to sleep. For those of you who don't know me, well, which is most of you, uh, a friend of mine had said that I, I drive people crazy when I go to conferences with them, nobody wants to sleep with me because I rock at night. I rock myself to sleep. Well, the train ride is rocking you to sleep. So I was actually giddy with excitement that I was just going to get to put on my pajamas and get rocked to sleep. And even through the night, I woke up several times and I was excited that I woke up so that I could like rock back to sleep. It seems like a crazy thing. But it was so enjoyable for me and such a great experience. And um, I realized the Lord just wanted me to have that experience for me. It wasn't about ministering to anybody or doing anything. It was just for me. And it was a want I didn't even know I had. So I just wanted to share how um, listening and obeying God can minister not just to other people, but even to ourselves just the obedience is usually enough and just the satisfaction of hearing the confirmation and the affirmations is usually enough. But this time it was even more. And um, God just knows who we are and how to minister. And we're just so, so grateful. When I got home and I told somebody else the story of this dear friend now, dear friend now, um, they actually got online and felt the Lord tell them to send her some funds. And uh, it was actually double what they thought they were going to give. They really felt the Lord say, no, double that. And they sent it to her and she responded back with, 
I did not know how I was going to pay my rent, and that was the exact amount of money that I needed. So God is so good, and I'm so grateful for all of you who are listening. And for those of you who have trouble hearing, may I encourage you, take the step of faith in the small little things. And if it's just yourself that you're thinking, oh, this is just me, then ask yourself, is this going to hurt anybody or bless people? What can this hurt if I actually follow through? And start with that and give it to God. Because as we give God a little bit, it's, he just makes it so much more. And then we grow and we grow. So with that, let's have prayer together. Father, we thank you, thank you, thank you. Your word says that you granted me life and steadfast love and your care has preserved my spirit. We thank you, Father God, that we have trusted in your steadfast love and our heart rejoices in your salvation. And not just your salvation, your absolute, wonderful, personal and individual care for us. We exalt you, God. There is no God that cares for us like you do. There's no God that hears our hearts and answers our heart's cry like you do. There's no God who uses the tiny little things that we give to him and makes it so much more. There's no God that knows exactly the nuances that will not just please us, but minister to us as well. Things that we didn't even think of. And right now, as, as I'm saying that, uh, as so many memories are coming back about your goodness and your faithfulness and how many times that as we give a little bit of obedience, you give so much more. For those who are struggling to hear your voice, we just plead the blood of Jesus over our ears, over our eyes, to see the way you see, to hear what you want us to hear, and then to take steps of faith and to ask ourselves, is this, is this going to hurt? If I'm wrong, God sees my heart. God sees that, that I want to please him, that I want to bless him. And we thank you, God, that you tell us the famous scripture in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Keep reading that. That verse talks about when we seek you with all of our hearts, we'll find you. So God, I pray for every partner right now that they would be drawn to seek you even more, even more, whether it's driving in a car or being alone in the morning and having that quiet time, just hearing you, loving the time that we can spend with you and watching you move in our lives as we partner with you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your ministry to us. And so, Lord, in Jesus' name, we commit all of these things to you. And thank you that you take our little and you make it much. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us on Enjoy an Encounter. If you know others who would like to join us in putting 10,000 to flight, please encourage them to subscribe on Google, Apple, or Spotify at Enjoy an Encounter. May you and yours be blessed with knowing God's heart and hearing him in deeper and more profound ways than you ever thought, and seeing him move in all the little ways that you give to him. In Jesus' name.